This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. That's the truth there. How's Miles Garrett? But Kevin Stefanski made an interesting comment about Miles because he was asked about Miles and his sack total that wasn't as high as it was. He had 12 through a certain amount of time, and then it, it really dropped off. And Kevin said it's unfortunate that defensive uh, efforts, abilities, mm-hmm. are so tied to sacks. He said that's not always the best indicator. No, pressures. Yeah. Use well, pressures. Pressure rate is I, another I, I would agree. And don't forget, Miles was dealing with that shoulder thing all season long, and yet I thought still was a disruptive force on that defense. All I know is that if he's not the defensive player of the year, he's certainly in the conversation and will be one of the top vote getters. Oh gosh, yes! And because he's he's deserving, you know he he deserves that. He's one of the best defensive players in the National Football League every year. You know, this guy's the defensive player of the year. Really? Okay, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. What I what I know is that he's one of the best defensive players in the NFL, mm-hmm. and hundred percent. It, it's he will be a top three guy, and in my mind, he should win it. Now, again, we're biased here, and there's no denying that fact. That's a fact. But he should win it. I mean, the guy was unbelievable all season long. That wide nine system fit him like a glove. He was always in the backfield for tackles for loss. He was back there for pressures, and he was opening up for other guys too. And the fact that Obo Okoronkwo looked as good as he did, the fact that Darius Smith was able to be as good as he was, the fact that Alex Wright took a step forward, as much as we want to sit here and say it's because those guys work hard, and they do, it's also the fact that there's a big man on the other side there who's caused a lot of havoc for a lot of teams. True. 216-474-0092 is our number. Bob is in Chardon, home of the Hilltoppers and a lot of snow. Hey, guys. You have, hey snow, guys. Out, you have snow out there, Bob? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, do you have snow out there? Oh, yeah. Always got snow out here. Okay. Just cold, <laughs> just cold downtown. Hey, long-time long listener, first-time caller. Oh, terrific. Thank hey, you, uh, um, You know, we were told early or before the game, it's uh, we're going to go with what took us to the dance. And, you know, we had the power of the Schwartz. And we didn't use it. And Tybus kind of took my thunder there because he nailed it with uh, what happened to the blitz. You know, we've got this great secondary that can cover guys right off the line. That's where your pressure should be. And we didn't apply any pressure. I'll hang up and uh, let you guys respond. Appreciate it. All right, Bob. Thanks for calling for the first time. I think you could look at just about everything the Browns did defensively against Houston and think, why didn't we do this? (laughs) Just because – it did. It just didn't work. I got somebody. I mean, I got. It, it just didn't work. I got a guy who knows his football, and he, and he knows his football well. And I enjoy talking to him on the X, yelling at me. Well, not yelling, I should say, but saying that hey, they need to disguise their coverages better. 
And the funny thing is, is I want to respond to him more than anything. Go like, didn't they fire the last guy because he discovered he disguised his coverage as too much, and the, the guys couldn't figure it out? <laughs> like, and I know there's a happy medium and all that stuff, and that's the way that it should be. But it's it makes me laugh more than anything when things go wrong. Everybody has a solution. Mark in Chesterland probably has one. Hi, Mark. Hey, how are you? Doing well, Mark. Hey, great. Hey, I'm calling because, you know, I wonder if the problem with the Browns for so long is that they're overmanaged. And, you know, the coaches, they don't trust trust the players. They don't give players opportunities, and the players never develop. And looking at Miles Garrett's comments about Jim Schwartz, who I like, who was – you know, didn't make adjustments for the game, didn't come in with a fresh game plan, stuck to the plan. You know, Baker Mayfield not throwing to Odell Beckham Jr. You know, like David Bell finally getting opportunities and Amari Cooper being the only receiver, as you mentioned earlier, with over 100 yards. You guys got me off the exercise bicycle, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I'm glad you got a good sweater. So, you know, I'm wondering, can you comment on that? I think they're just overmanaged. It's the same thing every year. Mark, thank you. I, I've said for the longest time, and, and I'm, I'm no expert on this, it just seems to me that football is the most overcoached sport on the planet. These guys spend so much time studying film and game plans and everything else. And I've always kind of thought, if you're bigger, stronger, faster than the other team, chances are you're going to win. Not necessarily true. Coaching helps. But, Mark, I, I see it. But the Browns aren't any more overcoached than any other team. The The NFL does this, Dan. These guys, these guys spend hour after hour after hour pouring over video and working on game plans and everything else. I just think the entire sport is overcoached because it still, to me, comes down to, are my players better than yours? It comes down to, are my players better than yours? Am I putting them in the best position to succeed? And do all of them know where the other ones are going to be at any given time? Can you operate? Can all 11 guys pull in the right direction at the right time? On both sides of the ball. That's and where you can coaching, toss in special yeah. teams. That's where coaching comes in. You have to coordinate these guys. Exactly. And so that's the other side of it is I don't know because your whole goal is to have 11 guys know where each of them are going at any given time, and that's the only way you succeed. If 10 guys pull in the right direction and one doesn't, the play can blow up in your face. I partially wonder, again, with all of the injuries that this team had, if they had a very hard time being able to find 11 guys to consistently know where the other one was going to be. And that's both the offense and the defensive side of the ball. And so as much as you want to sit there and go, okay, is it overcoached when it comes to the offensive side? It's like, well, hell, how are you supposed to know 11 guys are pulling in the same direction if you don't know which 11 guys are going to be standing in there any given week? Robert in Brexville calling on a Monday, not on a Friday for quick predicts. Hi, Robert. Hey, long-time listener, long-time caller, long-time tweeter, uh, long-time gift buyer. What else is there? <laughs> long time I've, been waiting year, I've been waiting years for someone to uh, get ahead of me on a phone call so I could finally say that. Nice. <laughs> um, so, no. So, you're talking about wide receivers, free agency, and stuff like that. So, I want to throw this curveball at you, Dan. Pete okay. Carroll's out. They might not necessarily be doing a rebuild. DK Metcalf wants out. What would you give up for him? So what, the Browns are holding the second rounder. That's their first pick that they've got. The Browns got. have a second and a third. They're going to have a third. That's, they that's, might have a second, third if Glenn Cook gets That's a good catcher. 
that I feel that we could go and grab for not too much that's ready. That's a burner. That's that's a serious burner and a guy that's a pain in the butt to tackle. Boy, I'd be tempted to, to give up that second-round pick. There's your answer. I already got his jersey, so I'm good to go on that. There you go. I'd give up a second and a third for him. I think he's terrific. Spray paint it brown, Robert. Robert, thank you. Second and a third, I would do it in a heartbeat. The only thing that I don't love with that is you you start getting down the the Rams mantra mold. You and mean the Rams team that came back and made the playoffs this year? Well, can you go find your can you go knock a draft out of the ballpark the way that they did? Uh in theory. I mean, that's that's the question. I mean, they were able to do it because they they ended up getting those picks back after doing what they did previously to them. Well, and isn't then, that the idea though? And then drafting monsters that have come in and made instant impacts. Okay. I, I'll take my chances on a guy like DK Metcalf as opposed to finding monsters with a second and a third round pick. Thing is, you got to do it for sustainability's sake. You can't pay everybody. As much as Jimmy Haslam loves handing out checks, you can't pay everybody. Todd's in Ward 1, Todd. Seven to Todd. Hi, buddy. Jeff, Dan, I called about something else, but since you brought it up, can you get DK Metcalf for a second round pick at this point? He plays exceptionally well. I think it would take more. That's why I threw in the third. I'd probably do it with the third, too. Oh, you now you're on board, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I we talked about this um, last year I was when, they, when he was bickering about the way he was being treated out mm-hmm. there. I was like, I wish there was – this was before the season started. I said, I wish there was some way they could get Metcalf. But I don't I, – man, that dude's too – I don't know if a second and a third would be enough for him. But, I don't know either. You know, let me, let me throw one thought at you, Todd. You ready? I'm ready. You're going to start Dewan Jones next year if he's good to go? Yes. You're going to start Jack Conklin next year if he's good to go? Maybe. What are you going to do with Jedrick Wills? Oh, I'd be okay with letting him go. Well, there you go. You got three tackles and you got two spots. There's no way you're getting Seattle to to pull that one. Especially a guy on a fifth-year option who's been pretty maligned. Now, Now stop, Dan. I didn't say trade Jedrick Wills even up for DK Metcalf. No, no, no. I mean, even if you sweeten the pot a bit, that's that's an ask. Have you seen line play around the NFL? I have. It's not ideal, but Charles Cross is pretty damn good over there. Second round, fourth round, fill in the blank, Jedrick Wills, DK Metcalf, and a sixth. Todd, you doing it? I'd have to look at that some more before I, before I agree to that on air. But, but you Jimmy, know what I'm saying. I'm bring it up again. I'm you know what I'm saying. There, you can ponder. You can ponder. There are, there are things you can do. The Browns now actually have some talent on their roster, and they and Dan, you just said it. You're not going to be able to pay everybody. The Browns might actually be able to do something that you don't see all the time in the NFL, and that's to make a player trade. See, the problem player is for player. You're bringing up these conversations to me, Jeff, when I need a waitress to come by and hand me another beer special and some nachos. I got to think these things through. Valid, Todd. It's- Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's so hard for me to be disappointed, which is why I'm not heavily disappointed, because I know that none of the injuries on the Browns were due to dumb stuff, acting foolish off the field. And Joku's was just, and Joku's was just an accident, no big deal. So it's hard for me. They just, they just couldn't hang. Okay, they just couldn't hang. 
I saw six guys. I want y'all to address any one of these six that you whether you agree. So I know if you're you know something I don't I don't know or think I know. Alex Wright, both bells, both bells. Okay, um, Martin Emerson and Joku. These are the guys. Oh, and Newsom. I Newsom could play the slot. He just has to get more practice at it. But these guys all look well to me this year, and they all look like they could have definite improvement. They're guys on the team that did well this year, and I think that's all they're going to be next year is just as good as they were um, this year. But um, And Bell, DeAnthony Bell, I see that he can make some serious improvement, but he's marginal because just his ability is limited. So of those guys that played well this year, and I think David Bell played well, who do you think um, – has most likely is going to do the most improvement. And when did I know the schedule's not out, but the teams are out there they're going to play, aren't they? I'll talk to you later. All right, Todd, thank you. I haven't paid any attention to that yet. All right, coming up next, schedule game. And and to be perfectly honest, I think Njoku took a big step and can take a bigger step. And I, uh, I think Martin Emerson, same thing. I think Martin did a nice job this year. Not tackling Brevin Jordan, but did a nice job this year. Uh, think about what I just said about the tackles. Next on Basket of Phelps. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 